You're listening to episode seven of the Improvement Project 2.0. And in today's episode, we will explore who you want to be in the future. It starts with who you are being right now. Let's go. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast that will encourage you to get curious about what's going on in your brain that might be holding you back from achieving your big dreams and goals. I'm your life coach, Dr. Peggy Malone. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as working with clients one-on-one as their life coach, I've learned how the thoughts that we habitually think are the key to getting what we want in this life. I've learned that a coach can help you recognize what's going on in your mind, help you get clear on your goals, and then hold you accountable on the way to your your best life. Listen in each week as I help you discover why you are the way you are and how you can lean into self-inquiry on the way to being an even better you. Let's get after it. Well, hello friends. Today's episode is episode seven of a brand new improvement project, and I'm so excited that you have chosen to listen in. In today's episode, I want to review some concepts that I have covered on the podcast in the past, but that seem extra relevant this week because this is something that has come up with several of my coaching clients, and as a result, it seems like a good time to go deeper on this subject. This week, we are going to talk about who you want to be. We are going to review the layers of habit formation and dig back into the be, do, have model in order to remind you that who you want to be is very related to your identity or to the kind of person that you believe you are right now. This might seem confusing or hard to wrap your head around. Stick with me, and hopefully by the end of this episode, it will be much clearer, and you'll have a new strategy for your own personal growth for this coming week and all of the weeks beyond that. All right, let's go back in podcast time and review the levels through which change occurs. This is relevant as we take on new habits. Now, way back in episode 139 of The Improvement Project, we talked about identity and how it plays into your success in taking on and being consistent with new habits. In that episode, I shared that my online pretend best friend, James Clear, describes three levels at which change can occur, and he encourages you to think about the levels as the layers of an onion. The first layer is about changing your outcomes. This level is about changing your results. Most of the goals that we set are associated with this level of change. Examples are losing weight, making a certain amount of money, finding a partner, writing a book, getting the job, getting to the finish line of a marathon. The second layer is about changing your process. This level is about changing your habits or systems. Some examples of this are implementing a new routine at the gym or following a training plan for a race, starting a new diet or meal plan decluttering your desk for a better workflow, or incorporating a meditation practice into your life. Most of the healthy habits that you already have locked in are related to some process or system or routine that you already have in place. The third and the deepest level is about changing your identity. This level is about changing what you believe, changing your thoughts, your worldview, your self-image, your judgments about yourself and about others. Outcomes are about what you get. Processes or systems are about what you do. And identity is about what you believe or who you are or who you want to be. Now, most people, when they are trying to change, they start by trying to change their behavior or what they do. This is the process or the system. The 
This is something that I still use as a default. And this is something that I see in my clients all the time. When I'm not getting the result that I want, or when my clients are feeling frustrated that the result that they want isn't showing up as quickly as they want, I will, and they will ask, what do I do? Tell me what to do. This graspy, hustly mentality is rooted in the second layer of habit formation. If I just know the right system, or if I just follow the right diet, or if I just talk to the right people and get the right plan, then that's the thing that will allow me to have the result that I so badly want. Now, this strategy can work short term, but your behavior or what you do is ultimately driven by your beliefs and your identity. So when we start with, what do I do? We usually get tired out from all of the doing that isn't really coming from our core identity or our current beliefs. And then as a result, we revert back to doing what we were doing before or how things were before. It doesn't have the lasting power of actions that are taken from true belief in your identity or who you are. Now, here's the simple truth. We do what we are. So instead of starting with, what do I do? We need to start with, who do I want to be? The deepest and most lasting changes happen when we focus on who we want to be or our identity. Once we truly believe and are entrenched in a new identity, we will authentically start taking action from that place. We will do as we are. To reiterate this point, think about this. A question that I've asked myself a bunch of times in this life as I've worked hard to get to my goals and be a better version of myself, and it's the same question I've heard my clients ask me over and over. I know what to do to get this result, so why don't I do it? Why can't I make myself follow through? Maybe you have experienced the same frustration when you don't get the outcome or the results that you want, or even though you logically know that you should do certain things to get to a certain outcome, you just don't follow through. The simple answer, and this perhaps isn't easy to hear, is that you don't do the thing or follow through because you aren't that person. The identity of a person who does those things and who gets those results is not something that your brain currently believes about yourself. If you want to know what you currently believe about yourself and currently believe you are capable of, if you want to know what your current identity is, meaning I'm the kind of person who... Look around at the results you are currently getting in your life, and that is a reflection of who you are right now. If you want different results, you definitely need to do something different for sure. But instead of focusing on what to do, start by focusing on who you are and what you believe. And that starts with what you are thinking about on the regular. Now let's look at this from a slightly different angle through the be, do, have model lens. We've talked about this in the past on the podcast. And remember that my online pretend best friend, James Clear, talked about the three levels of change being outcomes, processes, and identity. When we bring in the be, do, have model, outcomes are what you have. Processes or systems are what you do, and identity is who you are or who you want to be. There are three common approaches to trying to make changes to improve or to get closer to your goals and dreams, and only one of them actually works long term. The first approach is when someone arranges their life in the order have, do, be. They'll say things like, 
when I have enough time or money or support, when I lose the weight, when I find my partner, when I get the job, when I have those things, then I'll do the things I've always wanted to, and then I'll be happy and successful. The problem is I don't have them yet. If I had what that person had, I'd certainly be as successful as them, but I don't have it, so I'm not. This person using this strategy is in a cycle of victim mentality and is always waiting for something outside of themselves to change or something external to change before they can move ahead in their life. The second approach, and this one is very common and is where many of us, including myself, have often been stuck. And it's the approach of do, have, be. A person using this approach says, the more I do, the more I'll have. Then the more I'll have, the happier I'll be. This is the approach that starts with, what do I do? You can muster the willpower to do something for a while because you think it's the thing that will get you the outcome that you want. You may even get the result that you want temporarily. The weight loss, the consistent habits, the relationship. The problem is, the more I do, I still have to keep doing, and it's fueled not by my current identity, but by hustly, graspy, if I have to do this, I will, energy, which leads to even more to do, and this cycle is exhausting. Often when people use this approach, they don't feel any different when they get the result because who they are and what they believe about themselves hasn't really changed. The more results I have, the more there is to lose. So the harder I work, I go back to doing. Now we all know the link between having more things, even if it's the result you thought you wanted, and being happier is a myth. So being happy never actually arrives. The person using this strategy never gets to the identity shift that allows them to be the type of person that they are looking for. The approach that works best long-term is the one where a person orients their life quite differently, and that is be, do, have. They say, it's not what do I need to have before I can start, or what work do I need to do But instead, who do I need to be? What kind of person would have access to the kind of outcomes I want? Then being that kind of person, what would I be doing? And then the having takes care of itself. Be, do, have is definitely the rarest of the three strategies and the most abstract, yet it is the only one that really works long-term. So you might be thinking to yourself now, okay, I think I get the edges of this concept, Peggy. I see that who I choose to be is most important. I see that what I believe as well as the identity that I take on are important. But if the answer isn't to do something different, how do I change my identity? Excellent question. Well, it starts with choosing to be different. It starts with making a decision. First, decide who you want to be. And then take small actions to prove to yourself that it's true. Second, recognize that your repeated thoughts are a reflection of your beliefs and who you are. Know that your thoughts are not just being downloaded from the universe or some mainframe computer. You are creating them. You are practicing them on the regular. And if your thoughts are a reflection of your beliefs, then those thoughts that you are creating every second are a contributor to your current identity. And guess what? you can always choose a new thought. 
So what I would encourage you to do this week is to pay closer attention to your thoughts. And if you notice that some of them are not serving the identity that you want to move toward, choose a new thought. Third, think about that person that you have decided that you want to be in the future. Who would I be? What would I think? What would I do? And how would I feel if I already had blank, which is the success that I'm looking for in my life? This formula will become like a laser guidance system to focus your attention. So let me say it again. Who would I be? What would I think? What would I do? And how would I feel if I already had that result that I really want? When you do this, you are where your attention goes. I've been thinking about this and practicing noticing what I'm paying attention to for a while now. And I encourage my coaching clients to do this as well. Instead of working from where I am right now and thinking about where I want to go or where I want to be, I'm flipping the script and I'm practicing starting with the idea in mind that I'm already there. I'm encompassing the identity of that future version of me that I'm looking to grow into and I'm practicing being her now. When I make decisions, when I decide to do things, I ask myself, what would future Peggy do? And then I move forward from there. I make the decisions and I decide what to do based on what she would do. This is the be and the do of the be, do, have model. And by practicing in this way, the have is inevitable. My coach, Kelly Youngman, offered these beautifully written words on the socials this week that may help to further help you to step into who you want to be. She said, Every morning you wake up, you have the opportunity to be whoever you want to be, not in some metaphorical way, in a very literal way. You get to decide who you are the moment you wake up, which influences your thoughts, feelings, actions, and results for the rest of the day. This is a decision that you make, whether you realize it or not. So I invite you to make it an active decision. The reason why this matters is because every day we wake up, We have a clean slate, an entirely new opportunity to exist in this now moment as who we want to be. However, most people are bringing yesterday, years ago, tomorrow, three weeks from now, etc. into this moment and letting that define who they are being by default. This creates additional worry, fear, and lack that impacts the experience of today and consequently shapes every day following as a result of who you are choosing to be. Being who you want to be in life starts today, right now. It's that simple. The cliches are true. Act, think, and feel like the version of you that you want to exist and experience life as. It's not somewhere off in the distant future. You literally just have to be willing to start now. There's literally no better time to put this into practice. Having the life you want starts with your active decision. Stop waiting. I invite you to put into practice what I've shared with you in this episode. And if you feel like you need a helping hand along the way, I'd love to help. Schedule your free 60-minute consultation to explore how working with me as your coach can help you to be anything that you want. Go to www.drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach to sign up right now. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. If you enjoyed today's show and don't want to ever miss an episode, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. If you haven't already, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review to let me know what you think of the show and to help others find The Improvement Project. 
I would love to connect with you on the socials. The place where I like to hang out online the most is Instagram, and you can find me there at Dr. Peggy Malone. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If you are interested in learning more about me and my work and perhaps how we could work together, come visit me at drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it.